What is up, guys? My name is Lucas. Welcome to Just Be Real, a podcast by a pastor and his wife talking about the journey and being what God called him to be, a pastor. What's up, guys? Glad you guys are here. Hope you like this podcast. Give it a subscribe. Enjoy. Well, welcome back to Just Being Real. We are um, uh, the Kincaids. We pastor in Huntsville, Alabama at a church called Journey Church of the Nazarene. And so if you've been following us, you kind of knew all this already, but maybe this is your first time joining us. I keep saying us, but uh, in all honesty, it's only me in the studio tonight. Um, This is the first time I think in, this is our 29th episode. It's the first time I've done a podcast by myself. I had no guests or anything like that. Uh, and I've done them with guests without Shelly, but without my wife. But uh, this is the first time I'm doing it all by myself, sitting in this studio, um, just looking at the walls and wondering what I'm going to say. <laughs> so this could be a little scary. So, well, hey, it's good to have you back. Thank you so much. We've been um, we've been going through some things um, the last couple of weeks, so that's why we uh, haven't gotten one out uh, last week. Uh, we've had some things that are going on, and uh, it's kind of what I want to talk to you a little bit about tonight is just to share with you a little bit from my heart as a pastor and um, some of the things that are, that I've dealt with over these last few days and just uh, the dynamics of those things. So we're going to talk tonight a little bit about um, just the aspect of pastors being ministered to. Um I know that might sound foreign to some of you that might be listening to this podcast, um, but pastors need to be ministered to as well. Now, I know some of you might be sitting out there going, well, isn't that the job of the Holy Spirit to to minister to? And Yeah, it is. Um, But I don't know if a lot of people realize that pastors go a long time if I don't know. I don't know what the longevity of it would be, but they go a long time without being ministered to, uh, and it's not because uh, churches are selfish and church members are selfish and they don't like their pastors or whatever. That's really not not true. Um, I think sometimes what it is is that um, pastors will allow themselves to be placed in positions or uh, in, in people's lives or. They will, um, uh, you know, just uh, shelter themselves from their people uh, for their people to be uh, to be allowed to minister to them. Uh, let me let me just dive right into what I'm trying to say. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm maybe I'm just trying to be a little too cushy about this. Um, my wife uh, had surgery um, last week, and um, and she's doing well, by the way. And, uh, it's, um, you know, a procedure that, um, she's going to be recovering for about four weeks. Uh, now she'll be able to do that at home and she's home now. Everything went well. Uh, and she's, uh, she's doing great. She really is truly, she is. But the thing I want to talk to you a little bit about, uh, and what I went through was sitting in that that, that hospital room. And watching my wife, um, you know, hooked up to IVs and 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 going through all of that and taking the medication and stuff, um, 
And I know that we're in this COVID time where, you know, you can only have one person in the room or two people visiting at a time, whatever. But it was lonely. I'm just going to be honest with you. It was lonely. See, our family is out of state. Um, Our family all lives in West Virginia, except our daughter, who lives in Maryland. So uh, we're down here in Huntsville, Alabama, pastoring at uh, this church. And it um, it was lonely sitting in that room. Uh, your mind starts to wander a little bit. Uh, I think maybe the enemy tries to slip in and get you to start thinking about things and and such. Uh, so as I sat in that room, I thought about you know, just life. Um, I've been married now coming up on 27 years. I think 27. I hope I said that right. Um, and uh, to this wonderful woman who... Uh, let's just be honest. If she was to ever leave me, I'd go with her. Um, I, I'm just, I'm just madly in love with her, and to see her sitting, lying in that bed, uh, sleeping, resting, what she's supposed to do, and then you start thinking about things, you know, the what ifs and and such, and what would life be like? Um, what will life be like? when possibly one day uh, we're without each other. And, and you just start to think those kind of things. And, and it really helps, though, as a pastor to have a better understanding of your, your congreg- congregants who uh, go through this and they have loved ones that are in the hospital. And I think that's why it's very important that we have... Um, we have people at this church that really, um, and we have people at this church that would long to be going out and ministering and seeing people in the hospitals and, and nursing homes and, and rehabilitation centers and, and even at their houses and such, you know, uh, I think I, I got a real deep understanding of what that does for you, uh, because it would have been, um, it would have been nice. Uh, it, you know, to have people coming. Now I know with COVID, that's just something that's not, um, not being done today. It's one of the many things I am so I, I despise about COVID nineteen and what it has done to our world, and um, to hear hospital leaders say on national television that this might be the way that we do hospitals from now on. Um, I am not a fan. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I'm not a fan, especially as I sit in that hospital room uh, and, and laid there uh, on a, what they said was a bed uh, and it is not <laughs> for me um, and watch my wife and would have loved to have had, uh, individuals visiting and just coming and praying with us and, and, and loving on us. I, I will tell you that, you know, we, we weren't able to do that. And it wasn't that my people would not have done that. They would have. It's just the day and time we're living in right now. It, it, it just it wasn't possible. But I tell you what was possible. 
See, my wife only stayed one night or overnight, made sure everything was okay, and we got discharged the next morning. And uh, and that's great because I could not have slept one more night on that crazy pulled-out chair-looking thing they call a bed. And I will just tell you, the only thing that was different from sleeping on that thing and sleeping on the floor was height. That's it. So it was just terrible. Uh, but anyway, I could not have stayed there one more night. But, um, and I, but I would have uh, if my wife would have uh, had to. I would have stayed with her. But we took her home, and she's resting in her bed now and everything. And then the love started pouring out from God's people. You know, we had a, a, a pastor family that called me up and said, hey, bringing food over to you. What do you like? And, and that's, a, that's a, I'll be honest with you, it was a hard question to a- answer because you were like, uh, okay, whoa. Um, I, I wasn't expecting this. A pastor's family, another pastor up here, a friend of ours, him and his wife uh, brought us food. I, I'm just, was just in love with that. I thought it was awesome. So appreciative. And then our people started calling. Hey, pastor, we're coming over. We got snacks. We got this. We got that. We're bringing it, bringing you food. We're coming over and we're stopping by and we're not, we're not coming in to visit. We're just coming in, drop some stuff off, tell you love, we love you. And we're, we're out. And, and I'm telling you, it's so it's, it does my spirit good to, to see that take place. See, cause it wasn't, the pastor's responsibility. And that's kind of what I'm getting at here. It's, it's not the pastor's responsibility. It's the body of Christ. And that's what this church here that I pastor is coming to understand. It's about the body of Christ doing this and ministering and, and, and reaching out and, and sharing the gospel, but not just sharing the gospel, living the gospel out in front of people. That's what this is really all about. So when, when I think about this, and I know that we can, we can dissect this in many different ways, but when you look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 and 12, this is what it says. It says, And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. Now, I want you to understand what that said. It said that in this, he said, and he gave the, there's apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers. And what's their responsibility? To equip the saints. That's what they're to do. So your pastor is either an apostle uh, or a prophet or an evangelist or a shepherd, or he's a teacher. He's got one of those spiritual gifts within him, if not more. And, and, and his job is to really equip the saints for the work of ministry. What's the ministry? Building up the body of Christ. And, and let me just tell you, that's what this pastor and his wife did uh, this week. That's what a couple of other uh, uh, folks from our church has done, has just come and loved on us, and they've built up the body of Christ. They lifted us up spiritually by this simple act of preparing food or bringing food or whatever. And, and I'm, I'm just so grateful for that. And, and I really, I, this is what I really kind of want to just talk a few more minutes about with you. It's this. I think we've got to stop with the traditional thinking of, well, this is the responsibility of the pastor. It's not. 
we have, I have wonderful folks that are retired ministers at this church that they took on their, by their own, they took on the responsibility of going and visiting every one of our shut-ins or contacting them weekly, if not bi-weekly. They, that's their response. They have taken it on and saying, on behalf of the church, we are going to stay in contact with all of these individuals to, to make sure that they know that the church has not forgotten them. Church, I love this. Because see, when you sit and you look at a church that's running 250 people and we've got 20 shut-ins, now I want you to just do up the math. If a pastor has to get out and see all 20 of those shut-ins once every other week, and, and, and on top of all the other individuals that might be in the hospitals those week because of, you know, when you're talking 250 people, you know somebody's in there, right? Or somebody's sick or, or this or that. Then you tackle on their funerals and weddings and all this. When is there time to even work on a message preparing for, for the people or, or, or vision casting for the church or, or vision casting for the sermon series that you would want to preach uh, coming up. You see, but when, when the body says, you know what, let's, let's we're, equip us, pastor, to be able to go out and do this, then, then the body is the one that's working together. And, and let's just be honest, there are some people in this church that have a better gift of, of, of evangelism than I do. Right, and so why wouldn't I want to train them uh, up and let them use their uh, gifts and talents as an evangelist to go out and 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 talk to somebody about Jesus or or whatever it might be, and so I, I really just am so grateful to be a part of a church that really understands this. Now I will say, not everybody at this church gets it. There are still people that believe that if they do not get a phone call or a visit from the pastor, the senior pastor, and we've got four other staff members on here, right? Or three, yeah, three other staff, no, four, five, five, whatever. Um, That if they don't get a phone call or a visit from the senior pastor, that somehow this doesn't qualify as the church visiting them. And, And I just totally disagree with that. It doesn't matter the title or the position that you hold within the church. What matters is the title or position that you hold within the body. And that title and position is servant. It's is is one who is ministering and going out and ministering to God's people. And and so I'm thankful that I've served a couple of churches that understood this. Now I've also had some people within those churches that have gotten fired up because somehow the church doesn't care about them because the pastor hasn't been to visit them. And I just want those people to know if they're listening to this podcast, it is the furthest thing from the truth. The body cares for you. God cares for you. He loves you and he has sent whoever it will be to come and minister and lift you up. COVID has been a very trying time for all of us. It really has, and I, I get that. And I understand that. But, but I would just say this, and I've said it to my congregation, and I'll say it here on this podcast. If you could just extend grace to the church. Because some of you might be sitting there going, I haven't gotten, I've not got one visit from anybody. I've not got a phone call. I can assure you that is not on purpose. It is 
purely accidental. But if you was to reach out to your church and just let them know, hey, I'm still here. I, I, get, get a hold of somebody at the office, get a hold of the pastor, get a hold of whoever, and just let them know, hey, I haven't, I haven't heard from anybody. I really miss, I'm telling you right now, it'll break their heart and you will, I, I, I promise you, they will respond in a, in a, in a godly way. I, I, I tell my church this all the time. Look, I will never intentionally let you down. But I promise you at some point, I will let you down. Never intentionally. And so I would just encourage you to reach out to your church. If, if you feel like you have not been contacted or you've just been forgotten, the body is out there and we make mistakes and there are things that fall through the cracks. But I promise you, it is not intentional. It's not intentional. And so I encourage you that. Now, pastors, here's, I want to just talk to you for a few minutes now. Because I know what you're thinking. And I know how you are prob- have, been, have probably been trained. Uh, I'm not talking about your educational institution. I'm talking about trained by the church to think and to respond. And that's to not let people in. Don't let them into your inner circle. You've been trained. You've, you've, I bet you there have been pastors that can resonate to this. You were told that you could not have a best friend in the church that you pastor. You probably have even been told you can't have friends like you used to have. In that church, if you have a friend, a close friend, it has to be someone that's outside of your church. And and listen, I'm I'm probably going to say a bad word here right now. Horse pucky. Horse pucky. I, I just that's just malarkey. That's just a bunch of bull. That's the that is nothing to okay can i just say it like this that's nothing more than a lie straight from the enemy guys honestly you've ladies as well pastors you've got to open yourself up and let people in they cannot serve and serve you and minister to you if you don't let them know where where you need ministered to you just got to be willing to do it. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I know some of you are sitting there going, you don't know my people. You're right. I don't know your people. You do. So I'm pretty sure you know the ones that you really cannot do this with. That you're just not going to be able. They can't handle it. And I get that. But not everybody in your church. And I'll just say this. If you're pastoring a small church, and you're literally saying to me right now, you're voicing it back in the, in the, the radio, uh, yes, everybody in my church, I cannot do this with. Then you need to go find somebody. Because let me just tell you what the enemy wants to do. He wants to isolate you. He wants to get you all alone. And then he's going to pounce on you. So I really want to encourage you guys, you gals, open up. Let your people in. They cannot minister to you if you don't let them know what needs ministered to. 
If you're going to the hospital, if you got one of your spouse or your kids or whatever's going, if you're rushed to the emergency room because one of your kids broke their legs or something, call somebody from the church. Let them know. I'm telling you, I believe this. The church will respond. They want to respond. The church wants to love on you. You just got to let them. Let them know when you're hurting. Let them know when you're down. Let them know when you're having a bad day. Quit, you know, this is something we did with our kids a long time ago that we let our kids kind of know that we're having a bad day. And we let them know it wasn't because of them. It was just a bad day. And we let them also know that, that, that we weren't going to let that bad day be something that dictated us and, and, and caused us to, you know, do crazy and dumb things. We're just having a bad day. We, we let our kids know when we make mistakes. I've gone to my children and asked them to forgive me because I grounded them for something that probably I shouldn't have or I overly overreacted or I responded in a way that I shouldn't have. And I've gone back to them and I've apologized to them. You want to freak your kids out? Apologize to them for something. They're going to look at you and go, okay, what's happened here, right? So listen, this is kind of what I want to share with you tonight. I miss my wife. I miss her being on this podcast, and, and I guarantee you in two weeks she'll be back uh, with me, and uh, we look forward to that. But tonight, I just kind of wanted to sit down and talk to you from my heart and let you know what's going on and why uh, maybe we missed last week, and, and I just wanted to let you in on us. Uh, and, I, and listen, I, I would love to hear some of your stories. Feel free to go to our, uh, our Facebook page, uh, Just Being Real. And, and leave some uh, comments on there. Um, we'd love to reach out to you and, and pray with you uh, about some things. I'd love to have a dialogue with you. Uh, you can send us an email. It's justbeingrealpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'd love to hear you hear from you in regards to uh, um, you know um, what's going on in your life. And if there's anything we can do, we'd love to come alongside with you and journey with you and minister to you. So... Um, with that said, well, I guess I'm just the bald. The beautiful's not with us tonight. But I do uh, miss her, and uh, she'll be back, and we'll be back uh, soon with another podcast. Uh, hey, would you do me a favor? Tell your friends. Um, you know, Share this uh, podcast with them, and, uh, and just we'd love to, to have this ministry grow and, and be able to continue to reach out to you and, and, and impact you in a positive way somehow, some way. So, hey, listen, God bless Take care, and we will talk to you soon.